0: You're listening to the Getting Into Alignment podcast with your host, Alexa Ray Smith. I am an energetic mentor for women in life and biz. I am here to help you energetically align with all of your desires. I help you do this by reprogramming your subconscious mind, manifesting your dreams, and quantum leaping your success. Each episode is going to be a coaching moment filled with life-changing information, tools, and concepts, activating you to create the most out-of-this-world life. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to have it all. The woman who wants to create a limitless life on her own terms. The woman who wants to build an empire, have spiritual wealth, and abundance in all areas of her life. It's time to raise your standards and elevate your frequency because your dream life is ready to be claimed. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. My name is Alexa Ray Smith. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. So, if you listened to the last episode, you know that I'm doing things a little differently around here. I am just releasing these podcasts as is. I am no longer spending five hours editing all of the sounds of me breathing out and any sound in between. I will not be a terrible human and drink or eat on the podcast but you're going to hear me breathing even though if you have misophonia i think that's what it is like i do and it literally boils your skin hearing people breathe we're just going to have to get over it because for me it's so much more important for me to put this content out than to make it so it sounds absolutely perfect because if i'm being honest a lot of the podcasts i listen to aren't perfect and i still listen to them and breathing is just a part of being a human so I am literally coming onto these podcasts, having an idea of what I want to talk to you about, and then really just allowing it to get channeled and flowed out of me. So we have a loose idea of what we're doing, and then I'm just letting the universe guide me on where these go. So today, something that's really been on my mind is how to build an out-of-this-world life. Like, how do we actually build a life that's out of this world? And one thing that I find is that when you are submersed into the personal development world, when you are a coach or a healer, and so you are doing all of this work, plus you're following people that do this work. So the content that you're seeing is in line with this work, it's all aligned with growth and with healing and with being a better version of yourself and with learning how to manifest your desires and how to feel better. But when we look at the majority of the world, and I think that sometimes it's very easy for us to almost forget how people and how society operate, in general because we're seeing all of these amazing results we're seeing all of these women like for me i want to follow women who are making money in a heartland way women that are spiritual women that are proving that you can be spiritual you can help people and you can be rich as fuck these are the women that literally light me up they the conversations I have with these women, learning from these women, being around these women, it is truly so incredible and I feel so blessed to be a part of this world. But I notice that when I go out in public or when I find myself in a conversation with family or old friends or just people out in their daily lives, there is still such A divide. And there's such a need for this work. Because in order to build an out of this world life, you have to break free of the programming of society. And it's not past tense programming. Literally every second you spend in the real world is programming. Because everywhere I go, people are still talking about the lack of money. People are still talking about how hard they have to work for money. People are still work, uh, still complaining about the job that they have to go to about gas prices. Like people are still talking about gas prices of all things. Like how fucking ludicrous is that you have to drive your car either way. It does not matter how much the gas is. It's a tool for you to get where you need to go. So so why look at it if it's just going to piss you off? It just doesn't make any sense to me. That one has always boggled my mind. But anywhere we go, we've got people complaining about how you have to choose happiness or you have to choose working and making money in a, and it's not the case anymore. Like we have, we've proven that all of these paradigms are archaic and broken yet 99% of people are still buying into them. So how do you create a life that's out of this world when you're surrounded by people who will just who will just tell you that you're crazy for even thinking that it's possible because living is miserable. That is basically the conversation that happens on the daily. And this is why for me when I started going through my spiritual awakening, which was at 17 years old, I've always been really cognizant of the things that I invested my attention in and the people that I invested my energy into. So for me, I have always been very quick to burn bridges because I would much rather keep my peace. I would much rather realize that if it's somebody that's constantly complaining about their victimhood, about them being sick, about them being broke, about how unfair their life is, that person is never going to do anything to improve that. When if they spent even half of the energy they do talking about and feeling into how miserable they are, everything would change. And so for me, I realized that I really needed to detach from a lot of these people because it's not the life that I am consciously creating. And that's what most people don't get is you have to consciously create this life. So not only do you have to reprogram your mind against anything you've ever been told, you also have to be super cognizant of the conversations you allow yourself to get into, of the content you allow yourself to watch, of who you spend your time with. And it's so much more than that. When you want to build an out of this world life, it's not only you reprogramming your mind, it's you gaining healthy habits so that you have a healthy body, so that your body is a place that actually feels like home, so that you can love the body that you're in. And so that way you can so that way you can actually feel at peace in your body and so that you have the energy to build this out-of-this-world life because reprogramming your mind takes a lot of energy. Regulating your nervous system takes a lot of energy. Doing personal development work to put on blinders so that you build an abundance mindset and you get out of this lack that is literally just manufactured. Lack doesn't actually exist. It's been manufactured generationally and societally to the point where we don't even question it. It is Normal to live in lack and to operate out of lack. And that is what 99% of the world is doing. And that is not what you're here for. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are not one of those people. You weren't built to have a boring ass life that makes you miserable as fuck the entire time you are living. You are not here to retire at 67 and then live your best life. I literally, when I quit my job, my career two years ago, when I started this business, my intention was to live every day like I was retired. And that doesn't mean drinking every single day on the beach because there are some retired people that have just been so burnt out their entire lives that they just drink because they don't know how to cultivate happiness, love, love wholeness, satisfaction, pleasure in their own body because they have lived so long disconnected from their power, believing in and subscribing to the lack and the misery. So when you want to build an out-of-this-world life, you have to do things differently. And not just some things, but damn near everything differently. You have to think differently. You have to speak differently. You have to show up differently. You have to move differently. You have to invest differently. You have to think about money differently. You have to have different relationships with people. You have to think about growth differently. There's so much that goes into it, but it's literally at the point now where you can do everything you can to build an extraordinary life, and get out of the limitation and the lack or you just throw your hands up in the air and you keep saying, well, this is the life that I have to live. And there is nothing that will take your power away more than subscribing to the latter and saying, well, this is just the life that I have to live. That isn't fucking true. We live in the most opportunistic time to be alive as a human. We have access to absolutely everything at the palm of our hands. We are living in a world and living in a society where absolutely anything gets to be possible for us. Now, does that mean in your current reality with your current energetics and your current mindset that is true for you? Possibly and probably not. But does that mean that it is impossible for you? Fuck no. And what I find is that The majority of people that I went to high school with, the majority of people that I spent eight years working professionally with in a career, they're all still talking about the same things. My family is still bitching about the same things. When I go out into a bar to go have drinks, if I start chatting somebody up, they're talking about the same damn things. Oh, my boss, my girl manages me. Oh, my rent is so expensive. Can you believe what they're charging for this? like i i don't have the time to to cook for myself i i can't go to the gym who does that like the conversations that are being had in the 3d world are so 3d they they make it so life seems so unalive like that feeling of being alive when is the last time you actually felt it in your body and i don't mean encapsulated in a past memory. Because if your past memories are the best your life ever was, what the fuck have you been doing? Like let's be honest, like tough love here, tough love. You should be building your life every single day so that you're falling madly in love with your life. Does it mean that things are perfect? No. Does it mean that you don't have human emotions? Hell no, especially if you're an emotional being like me and like 53% of humanity in human design emotions are healthy they are safe guidance they are meant to be felt but if you keep living in a society where it tells you feeling emotions having emotions expressing emotions are bad or make you not as strong as somebody then we're not going to keep improving and one thing that's important to me is that not only that I improve that my clients improve that The people that follow me get to improve their lives, but how do we crack the code to help uplift our consciousness because we are all still connected? And I truly believe that if we can shift as a consciousness and start embodying the potentiality that exists for all of us. We're gonna make it so much easier for the people that genuinely wanna live out of this world lives to be able to make it happen because they aren't gonna have as much programming to go against. They aren't gonna have a mindset that tells them that they're doomed to fail. They aren't going to be living in a society that's constantly telling them to worry and doubt and that being themselves is never going to be accepted. So they have to continue to try and fit themselves into a box that they've never fit into. And if you're a manifesting generator like me, that is the death of your soul. If somebody tells you to put yourself in a box as an MG, you just want to scream and freak out and push up against that box because Your soul knows that you were not here to be defined. You were not here to be constricted. You are not here to be limited. And when we live in a sick society, you have to realize that everyone who's giving you advice, unless they are a mentor that you pay for, or unless they are somebody that is living the lifestyle that you want to have, their advice is going to keep making you live a shitty life. Like, Let's be fully honest here. Most of society is miserable. Most of society did not follow their dreams. Most people look back on their lives and they have dreads. They have things that they wish that they did. They feel like they could have lived more. They feel like they could have loved more. They wish they would have went after their dreams. It was never, I'm so glad I got that degree. I'm so grateful I got the mortgage. It was, it's always about the experience. It's always about the connections and we no longer live in a time where people can tell us it's not possible and we have to believe it because our mirror neurons don't see anything else. We have expanders of what's possible everywhere. And if you feel like you don't have enough of them, then it's time to start unfollowing the people that you know in your real life online. And and it's time to start flooding your timeline with people that are in the mentality, in the energetics, and living the life that you want to have. Because even if you don't have Five people in your immediate circle that are living incredible lives, you can easily find five people online who are, who have been through what you've been through and have come out of it and have built something extraordinary. Now, here's the thing at the beginning, it's not going to be easy. Like, manifestation isn't easy at first, growth isn't easy typically ever like it's always going to be a process but with everything it gets easier But you have to put in the work. You have to decide that you don't want to live an average life. You have to decide that abundance is available for you. You have to rewire your mind to see how abundant life truly is because that is how the universe operates. And that's the only way the universe operates in abundance. It does not operate in lack. Only our sick society does, and that's why our society is so sick. And I know that it's one thing to really speak to the clients that you want to have and not speak to the pain points and not speak to the struggle. But I need you to understand that the struggle exists and the struggle is a choice. You do not have to be married to struggle just because you were raised in a society that taught you to. It's just not the way it has to be anymore. And that's why you'll always hear me say that there's a holistic approach. It's not just your mindset that's going to allow you to start living an extraordinary life. It's your energetics, your mindset, it's your dedication to yourself, it's your dedica- dedication to your growth, it's your dedication to to being the best version of yourself every single day. It's to really thinking about what do you wanna do? What makes you feel alive? When do you have fun? What do you absolutely adore? When you think about doing this one thing, like what gets you so fucking excited that you're like, I could do this all day or it would like I don't even know that I could believe that I could get paid for this because this is so much fun. And that's the thing is like, You get to get paid and have fun. You get to get paid and help people. Instead of doing this or that, in my world, it's this and that. You get to have what you want to have and you get to have more. You get to have what you want without sacrifice. The only sacrifice you have to release in building an out-of-this-world life is your addiction to struggle because struggle isn't necessary, and if anything, it makes everything else harder. Because when you're in struggle, you're in lack, and you cannot see abundance when you're in struggle. And if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you'll never have a mind-body-soul connection if you can't meet your basic needs. You're never gonna find fulfillment in life, or you're never gonna have clarity on what you wanna do if your basic needs aren't met. And caveat here, is you might think that your basic needs are met because you might have the things on paper. But when I talk about your basic needs, I'm also talking about your nervous system. Is your nervous system regulated to safety? Like dead ass honestly, I want you to ask yourself this. Is your nervous system regulated for safety? Because most people's nervous system does not know what safety is because it has been overactive and you have not been in your parasympathetic nervous system for so long. Your sympathetic nervous system has been active and that's your fight or flight, fight, flight, freeze or fawn really is that's what's activated. You are in a literal survivor survival mode in your body. And when you're in survival mode in your body, nothing else honestly matters. That is when people, they reach like this insane level of success and they're miserable. Their nervous system isn't regulated. They haven't learned to cultivate feelings that are available to them and only actually inherently available to them and sustainably sustainably available if they are generated internally. So you think that when you have all this money and you get to buy this really nice car, you're going to feel happy. But if you don't have a regulated nervous system, you are going to buy this new car and constantly be in fight or flight while you're driving it because you're going to be afraid you're going to wreck it. You're going to be afraid to hit a pothole. You're going to be afraid that you're going to get into an accident. You're going to be afraid because safety hasn't been manufactured inside of you. You haven't learned to generate safety. And here's the thing is safety can't be generated and held if your nervous system is activated in a sympathetic way in your sympathetic nervous system. It has to be within your parasympathetic nervous system. So that's why my work is really mind, body, soul. Because if we don't start in the body, We're never really going to be able to train the mind and then be able to daydream, to have inspiration, to know what our desires are. Because if your body is dysregulated, if your nervous system is dysregulated, if your subconscious mind hasn't been programmed, so it's dysregulated, everything that you want is going to be so much harder to get. And it's going to take you so much more energy and so much more effort to to even do the things because you're going to be so out of the state that you're meant to be in that it's going to take you so much energy to get there. And then it's going to take so many more steps. And here's the thing, the energy that you do something in is the energy that's felt from the other people. And most people in society have trained us to do things in that way that we need to do and do and do and do. And then once we've done enough, then we can feel a certain way, which is ass backwards. It's really that you need to be and then do. Because the energy that you're embodying is going to allow you to have aligned actions. But if you're not embodying that feeling already, then you are searching for things to make you feel a certain way because you're deciding that you can't feel that way unless you have that thing. But you realize the key word in there was you decided. It's your decision to not generate happiness. It's your decision to generate happiness. And it's actually so much easier to generate happiness once you've regulated your nervous system. If you're someone that has a hard time generating happiness, if you're somebody who suffered from mental health issues or addiction, you don't have a regulated nervous system unless you've done work to regulate it. And that's what's going to keep you feeling heavy and dense instead of light and clear and connected. And these are all essential steps in living an out-of-this-world life. How can you surround yourself with people who are doing incredible things? How can you learn from people who are living the lives that you want to live? How can you surround yourself in communities and in conversations that are building you up and building you forward? How can you surround yourself in places where your growth is supported and promoted? Who do you need to unsubscribe from? Who do you need to stop following online? Who do you need to talk to less? Because all they're doing is getting drunk every day and binging on Netflix. Like, let's be honest. Are the people that you surround yourself with people that are building businesses, people that are going to personal development seminars, people that are going to workshops, people that are investing in programs, people that have coaches, people that are building generational wealth for themselves. There are so many people out there doing great things, but if we keep surrounding ourselves with people and with media that tells us that it's not possible, our subconscious mind, the reticular activating system in your mind is going to filter out any opportunities, any abundance, all of that, because you are looking for lack and you're programmed towards lack. So your mind says, well, all they care about is lack. So we are not gonna see opportunities. We're gonna see scarcity. We're gonna feel abundant. We're gonna feel lack. And it really does add up. Like all of these small steps that you take, it starts with a decision. Like you have to decide that the life that you've been living is no longer worth you being miserable. You have to decide that leaving your comfort zone is the best fucking thing you could possibly do. You have to decide that rocking the boat is amazing because the boat that you were on was about to be the Titanic. If we keep operating as a society pretending that all of this lack exists, we're going to keep having anxiety, depression rates skyrocket, suicide skyrocket, miserable, like miserable people just talking about how miserable they are all of the time. If you go on TikTok, how many videos are not only going viral, but how many content creators are going viral about creating content about the misery of this world? homie, all you got to do is turn on the news if you want to see and feel misery. Like that's literally all you have to do. But if you keep talking about how miserable everything is, then that's all you're ever going to experience. So to build an out-of-this-world life, you have to change everything about yourself, essentially. Like keep the good parts that came with you inherently. But I want you to really ask yourself, the person that you are right now, are you fully authentically you? Or are you a manufactured version of yourself based on your parents' programming, your school's programming, and your job's programming? My desire is for you to be able to be your authentic self, for you to be able to show up and be the most aligned version of yourself, to feel so fully alive in your life that you're able to create a business that gives you time freedom, location freedom, lifestyle freedom. I want you to be able to build a business that keeps your lifestyle in the forefront and then the business supports you living that lifestyle. I want you to understand that everything you've ever seen is available for you. I want you to start looking at the universe like it's one big catalog. If somebody else has what you want, then you get to have it too. And the more you rewire your mind to say, if she has it, I can have it too. If he has that, I can have it too. Oh my God, I'm so excited for them because if they have it, that means I can get it too. When you can make these switches and you can start allowing the real world to only support the fact that the universe is always supporting you and to filter out the people that genuinely don't want to be happy because They're allowing themselves to stay miserable and depressed. Like it's a decision. I understand that there's mental health issues. I understand that there's so much more. But I'm somebody that was suicidal almost my entire life. I'm somebody who's, be- who's had clinical depression since she was in fourth grade. I have had panic attacks my entire life. I'm diagnosed with the highest form of panic disorder. I have had eating disorders. I have been addicted to drugs. I used to self-harm. Like, girl, if you want to talk about mental illnesses, we can talk about them. But it really isn't going to help us to talk about them. Because if anything, it's just an excuse for the fact that there are healthy ways and healthy habits and things that we can do to change ourselves and everything that I did to change myself was natural it wasn't this wasn't a chemical process like I did not I do not have the well-being that I have right now because I continue to take SSRIs and anti-anxiety medicine and I'm not saying that's wrong for everyone but what I will say is We've created a culture now where everyone is talking about mental illness, and I get that mental health awareness is absolutely important, but we're now just throwing anxiety around like it's just a hot topic and it's trendy, and like depression is trendy. And oh my God, if I hear one more coach talk about their ADHD brain, oh, I literally unfollowed this one girl who I absolutely loved but her feed like a few months ago only became like every post was talking about her with ADHD like can we not the more we talk about things and the more we identify with these mental disorders and the more we identify with these illnesses the more they infiltrate our bodies the way I healed myself was through the food that I ate I completely changed my diet I'm a celiac so I had to go gluten-free I then decided that I do not want to eat meat anymore and stopped eating meat. I was a strict vegan for two years. I am now plant-based and every once in a while eat cheese and eat ice cream, but that's about it. I have changed my habits. I'm not an insomniac anymore because I go to sleep super early. I wake up early. I drink a lot of water. I do not drink soda at all. I do not eat fast food. I cook three meals a day for myself. I meditate. I have invested so much money in programs that it's insane. I have invested so much money on books on resources to help get me to where I am. I've invested so much time, like this is something that's not talked about enough. The time that you spend on things, and time is your biggest currency. How much time are you investing on your growth? How much time are you investing on who you want to become instead of identifying who you were? I have a note in my phone that says your success story has to be greater than your failure story and I mean it. When we keep looking back at who we used to be and the problems and the limitations and the lack that we've subscribed to for so long, we get stuck there. We start identifying them. And identity is the biggest thing that creates your habits, your beliefs, what you do, how you feel. If you change an identity level, you transform your life in a quantum leap, quickly because your identity is driving everything else. So if you're continuing to identify with your mental health without doing anything healthy about it, that's when we have a problem. If we're just going to keep talking, then let's talk about the things that make us feel amazing. If we're going to have social media that's always on or that's moving towards videos, then let's have videos that are uplifting. Let's have videos that show how incredible life gets to be. And I'm not talking about like, let's everybody drive around in luxury cars, but why don't we have more videos of people walking in the goddamn woods or swimming in a river or walking through a field of flowers? Because abundance and happiness and being alive comes from the simple things. It doesn't have to have an expensive price tag on it. And that's not to say it's bad to have expensive things, but why don't we show the full range of what humanity gets to be like so that we all get to decide what does out of this world look like to you? Because for one person, that might be building a cabin in the woods in the middle of nowhere and having a garden and growing their own vegetables and being very isolated in their living. When another person's version of an out of this world life might be having a penthouse apartment in New York City where they can easily get out into the hustle and bustle and go to these luxurious spas and go to these Michelin star restaurants and have all these amazing experiences in the city. Like we're all so different and how we want to live our lives are also so different. So why don't we have room for that? And I really want us to grow as a collective because even for myself, when when I start seeing all these videos of like the struggle, it it literally triggers my nervous system sometimes. There are so many shows that I can't watch. There are so... There are so many like creators that I can't follow just because of the things that they're constantly talking about and showing when we have just as much potential to talk about the infinite possibilities. We have just as much potential to be creating our dream life, to be really daydreaming and fantasizing and deciding how do we want to live? Like, what do we want to be known for? When you are looking back on your life, what are the stories that you want to tell? Because you get to create your story. Like that whole main character energy, I know that it was super trendy and it was posted on YouTube and TikTok, but is is everyone embodying that like at home? No, they're not. Because if everyone was acting main character energy, we wouldn't all be playing the woe is me card. And that's what society teaches us to do. But society is also teaching you to be broken sick. So you have to question like, are the people that I'm learning to live from, do they have any fucking expertise to prove that they can show me how to live? Probably not. And The world of mentorship is so beautiful because it not only opens the door for you to see how differently it gets to be, but it keeps you plugged into the possibilities and plugged into the potentiality when the outside world is trying to tell you that it doesn't exist. They're they're shining a mirror in front of sunlight constantly blinding you so that you can't see how beautiful this world that you live in is and you can't feel how much of a blessing and a miracle it is for you to be alive in this moment. And that, my friend, that is one of the saddest things ever because to build an out-of-this-world life, it's so possible for absolutely everyone, no matter where you came from, no matter where you are today, no matter what's happened in the past, Because you get to decide in this moment and every moment going forward, are you bringing that past with you or are you learning the lessons and releasing the guilt, the shame, the experiences, the lack, anything that made you feel a way you don't want to feel. You have a decision in every moment to start thinking thoughts that make you feel good. You have a decision in every moment to feel feelings that make you feel good. And the more you can decide to feel that way, to think that way, the more you're going to reprogram your mind and your body to start acting like that already. And when you subconsciously align energetically with the highest version of yourself, that's when you see people out there living these extraordinary lives and you're like, what? Oh my God. Like, there are some people in the coaching world where I'm like, holy fucking shit, dude. Like, I cannot even believe what you're doing. And I, like, get goosebumps because I'm so excited. And I'm over here rooting them on, like, keep fucking going. Showing me what's possible every single day. Like, the old me would have been offended. I would have gotten defensive. I would have said, ugh. I can't do this. So here's a quick story that I wasn't going to throw in, but here we are. Um, when I was 30, I decided that I was going to go on a birthday trip and we ended up going to L.A. Even though I wanted to go to San Diego, my friend really wanted to go to L.A. And so I was like, okay, fine. And it was a friend that I had stopped hanging out with for a year because it just like her energy was off. It was I was really doing personal development work for the first year like literally the first year I feel like of just like going deep into it where it was like no I'm putting up this fortress around me I'm walking around with this armor on and I am cutting out the things and the people and the places that are not infusing me with the energy I want to have so this one day we drive to Ranchos Palos Verdes which is this beautiful coastal town very luxurious town in, in, uh, outside of LA, but I want to say maybe like a 45 minute drive and you just go up the PCH. It's absolutely beautiful. And to me, I'm sitting in the front seat with my other friend driving. The friend that I came with is in the back seat. And to me, I'm like, Oh my God. I have always wanted to live in California. Like that has always been my dream growing up. I was always like, how was, am I growing up in New York? Like I'm so meant to be in California. And so to be in California, to have the windows down, to just have the sea following me on the whole, on the whole right side, like all I can see is sea. And on the left side, all I can see are these beautiful mansions and houses and it's just like absolutely pristine perfection and it's the point where I can't even control myself. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Can you imagine living in that house? Ugh. Can you imagine that being your dog, your dog walk every day? Can you imagine going to this grocery store and like this is your grocery store? Oh my God, like if you had that house, like what color would you paint it? Oh my God, like look at, they've got a basketball court in that house. Oh my God, how cool. And it was just like, this is amazing. And this is amazing. And this is amazing. And like, Let's just really like tap into how fucking amazing life can be. And like let's release all realistic notions of what's happening in our current reality and let's just dream. And doesn't it feel so fucking good? And my friend who's driving, he like totally plugs in with me. And he's like, oh my God, like that's the house that I want to have. Blah 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 blah. And we're and we're bouncing back and forth off of each other. And so like We've now left the PCH and we're driving up and down the streets. Like we literally did drive to the grocery store. We went into the grocery store. We bought some things from the grocery store to like have the gourmet experience to really plug ourselves in and put ourselves into places that make us feel like anything is possible. And what's ironic is this friend, the guy driving the car, I had never met. I met him when I went to LA and he is sitting there with me, like just dreaming up the dreamiest of lives. And we're going back and forth off of one another. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like I'm literally, I'll never forget this. I am recording a video of like how beautiful this is so that I can anchor back into this so that I can come back to this video and truly anchor into this feeling of just, anything is possible. Life gets to be this fucking good. Like it gets to be this fucking incredible. And I'm like, so I'm so just captivated By the moment, it is giving me all of the feels, all of the vibes. Like, I'm in, like, 5D right now. I'm no longer in 3D. And I'm recording this video just to, like, encapsulate the moment. And, I like, to the point where I would forgotten that my friend was in the backseat behind me because she had been silent this whole time. (laughs) And all of a sudden, she goes, You know why I hate being in places like this? Because it reminds me of what I'll never be able to have. Wah, wah, wah. Like, I literally was mortified. And my friend, like, you could just feel it. Like, we were high up in a hot air balloon. Like, literally looking down on everything that could be. And she just came in with a fucking knife and went, pop! And just popped that shit so quickly. Like, we were just so pulled into 3D. It was like, are you kidding me? And at that moment, like in that very moment, I knew this person can no longer be in my life. This person cannot be in my life. She was one of my best friends. And when my, I guess we're just going to tell a lot of stories. I'm not going to get into this story, but when my boyfriend that I lived with died and he died while I was at work and everyone At work, heard the conversation that (laughs) I had on the phone. Um, so it became like a work thing. She actually befriended me because her dad had passed away, and so she knew what it was like to have somebody you love die, and that's how we became friends. Now I have done so much work to clear the fact that my boyfriend died. Suddenly, two hours after me dropping him off at his parents' house, I got a phone call from someone telling me he was dying, and I and I'm not saying that was easy. And I'm not saying I processed it well when it happened, but I did so much work on myself to make it so that did not define me, so that I can talk about it now and it's not traumatic. I do not remember the day that it happened, which was a something that I was like, every year I'm going to remember this day. It's going to be a sad day. Literally don't even know the date anymore. I couldn't tell you. And that's so freeing to me. And this, this girl, this old friend of mine, she is still so broken up about that happening with her father. And I know that that's a completely different thing, a father, you know, like a parent dying. But it just goes to show you... You can decide to be the person that lingers in the past that looks at things and says, this is why I can't have them, that glass half empty view. Or you can be the person that has the glass half full view. And I say this as somebody who grew up for 25 years of their live, live life, (laughs) life, having a glass half empty view. And now I have a glass. Half full view. And so for me, it's it's almost triggering when I see people that have this glass half-empty view because I'm like, dude, you're deciding this. Like you are deciding this in this moment. You do not have to you don't have to look at things and say you can't have them. You can look at something and say, oh my fucking God, I get to have that. And I'm gonna change this color and I'm gonna change this and I'm gonna customize this. And you can let yourself get swept away with it. And I find that so many people are living like my friend. They're being shown so many examples of what's possible for them. And without ever thinking that maybe they need to do some work on themselves so that way it becomes a reality for them, they just dismiss it and say, well, I'll never be able to have that because I wasn't born rich. I wouldn't be able to have that unless I marry rich. I won't be able to have that unless I sue somebody. Like suing people is not the way to get rich. Marrying a rich man is not the way to get rich. Um, We don't need any of that. Like you get to get rich on your own and you get to live an amazing house and you also get to marry a rich man if you want to. And, 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 and there are so many things that you can do to improve your situation, to improve your life, to improve the quality of The life that you get to have and the one that you're currently living. And I know as somebody that felt so depressed and so suicidal and so hopeless for so many years of my life that I never thought it would be possible for me to sit here and say, dude, I've cracked the fucking codes. But dude, I've cracked the fucking codes. And this is why I teach my method, my EME method, because this is the fucking code, it's the formula. And right now the formula is available for my one-on-one clients. Like I'm teaching them this formula, the formula that took me from going from a suicidal person that harmed themselves, that was clinically depressed, that had panic disorders that was prescribed the most amount of anxiety medicine that a literal human being can be prescribed. And I'm a, and I'm a tiny human being like, it's just insane for me to go from that to where I am now to being someone who spends so much of their time investing in themselves who if anything I try to coach people that are that down and out like for free if I run into them because I'm like I just want to give you a taste of the world that's available for you because I know for me it was it was the small little tastes that I could get It was those moments that I could plug into. It was the possibilities that I could allow myself to feel in my body. It was small and it took a long time because I didn't do it with anyone's help. I did it on my own. For so long, I did it on my own. And so I've cracked this code where it helps you to live this out-of-world life. And again, on your own terms, I want you to be able to say, I have the most amazing life and I'm so excited and every fucking day when you wake up and you open your eyes, you're like, oh my God, I'm so excited for today. There's going to be so much magic. I love what I do. I love who I'm married to. I love the partner that I have or I love being alone. I love my dog. I love my life. I love my friends. I love my community. I love, I love. Like, build a life based on love, based on purpose, based on excitement, based on feeling alive. Like, that is my goal. I want you to feel alive and to know what's possible for you when you step out of the matrix because the matrix isn't changing. I had a hope that when all the COVID nonsense went on that things were changing because people were awakening But it's not going to change fast enough unless we all start doing this work. And I know the power of this work because it transformed my fucking life. If you met Alexa (laughs) 10 years ago, some 33 right now, if you met me at 23, you'd be like, who the fuck is this girl? And actually, ironically, now that I'm saying this out loud, he died when I was 23, So that's so serendipitous that I'm now, when they start doing math like that, 20, that would be, and I can't math. So that would actually be 22. But if anyone was wondering, that's how long ago that was when it happened to me. So anyway, in 10 years, less than 10 years, I've literally transformed who I am on every fucking level. I am now so happy. I'm so fulfilled. I genuinely, generate happiness. I genuinely feel love and I am so proud of myself. I'm so grateful for what I get to do. I'm so excited when people tell me that even like a TikTok video of mine has helped change their life or has helped Give them advice or, you know, just made their day better. It's the little things that really just all of the magic is in these little moments. Stop waiting for something grandiose to come. Stop waiting for a manifestation to come to start building this out of this world life because an out of this world life is you doing things differently. It's you getting out of the box. It's you allowing yourself to tap into the feelings of love, joy, happiness, success. Whatever it is that you want to feel, you can generate it now. And if you can't hold it, or if you have thoughts that keep going against it, then that's when you know you need to come reach out to me because we need to reprogram your subconscious mind and we need to reprogram your nervous system because you get to have it all and you get to hold it all, but you have to do the work to get there. It's not just going to come to you. You can't just manifest your dream life and boom, it's on a silver platter. You have to learn all the lessons and embody the codes from those lessons before you get to where you're going. So how can we love where we are now and keep doing the work and keep loving where we are and keep doing the work? Because that's, That's how we grow in the trajectory of where we want to go. This podcast is so much longer than I thought it was going to be, but this is what happens when I just start ranting. So let me know if you found value out of this. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. I really love hearing it. I love connecting with you. I love knowing that there's humans out there listening to me ramble on. I am so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful that you're in my world If you're not already following me on Instagram, I'm at Alexa Ray Smith2Hs. I'm on TikTok at Alexa Ray Smith. And I'm also on YouTube. Just search Alexa Ray Smith. (laughs) It's my name in all the places. If you would like to work with me, go right to my Instagram and just DM me. That's the best way. Like I like to just feel you out energetically, see where you're at, see what I can help you with, and like roll. Like, let's ride. And It gets to be so much more fun and so much more playful. Fuck the application. Like, honestly, we're not doing that anymore. DM me and I'm going to tell, like, I can tell very quickly, like, are you, are you vibing? Are we vibing? Like, can we make some magic together? Because that's what I'm all about. Being with and walking with women who are building out of this world lives and building them, but still loving every fucking moment that they're living until They're living that out of this world life because you build it, dream about it, keep building, and then you dream about something else. Like it gets to keep going. It gets to be a constant evolution and a constant expansion, and it just keeps getting better and better and better. I'm going to leave you with that. Life just keeps getting better and better and better. Start saying it. Start repeating it. Start looking for examples that prove that this is evidence that... It is supported in your life and watch how quickly your reticular activating system starts seeing opportunities, starts seeing abundance, starts seeing what you appreciate. Like watch how these little, little things can transform your perspective of the world.